Welcome back, everyone, to Latinas Watching Bravo. I know it's been a while, um, back to school issues. So we are back and we have a supersized episode of Potomac. I am super excited to talk with um, Shar and Sara because there is so much to cover. So ladies, um, let's take it all the way back to our last episode um we meet the new housewife what are your thoughts Ascala, right am i pronouncing that correctly tell me your thoughts so far now we're three episodes in from the first time we met her um what are your thoughts on the new housewife sure you can go ahead <laughs> the both like polite pause <laughs> <laughs> um, I appreciate so, so that says um, a lot okay <laughs> well no um I just feel like it's early right now it's early right because she definitely seems um like she'll be cool because if Robin likes her you know Robin's pretty chill and like down to earth so I feel like that's a great start as far as like in my book um but also I feel like she seems pretty smart and maybe well-versed in housewife shows and it seems like she's sitting back and more watching what's going on around her before like you know totally stepping into a specific role so I'm curious I really am excited for the next few episodes to see like how she opens up a little bit more um we did see her kind of like throw a few jabs with Mia um Mm -hmm. but I want to see a little more like from her and like learn a little bit more about her before making judgment, <laughs> but yeah. I like her so far. Yeah. yeah I, I was like actually her. surprised, um, how, uh, how she got in there real quick with the jobs with, with, uh, Mia, right? Like, uh, I thought the same thing, like, okay, she knows the assignment. She knows what she's here to do, but I am excited yes. to see, uh, what happens next. But so far, um, that I haven't seen anything too much, right? We know she's friend of Robin and she's ready to come with, uh, some jabs if need be that. Cause that was like, a she also came to stretch. the warehouse with her Louboutins or whatever <laughs> oh, she was yeah. wearing. Yeah. Her Louboutins on. Oh, and she owns businesses, right? Cause Mia, yeah, she her. owns business. <laughs> yes. How many businesses do you own? <laughs> Several. Oh, I loved it. Um, very reminiscent of the first time we met Monique, right? And how many houses do Monique. you own? She said four. Oh, you don't yes. have a home. You don't oh, have a home. Right. I have, I have four homes. <laughs> That's like yeah. my favorite line. I yeah. love that line. I did love their initial meeting, Giselle and Monique. That was that was a moment. That was classic. Classic. Yeah, it's totally now there. canon, like <laughs> classic. <laughs> um so going back to our our the episode where we left off robin and her depression my heart goes out to her especially like i told y'all in the dms my heart goes out to any mom like i'm having a taste of it right now and it is so hard and i'm not even a full-time mom i'm like an assistant mom so like helping out the (laughs) vibes right i'm helping out but Man, I I understand Robin on a whole new level. And like, I'm really hating Juan right now. Like, she's clearly in a depression. And um, I just I really, oh, my heart just goes out to her. And I hate that Juan kind of rides her ass about it. What did y'all think? I hated to um, the little thing where the teacher was like, you know, that's your mom's job. It's just not that the teacher's wrong to, that he needs to show up for class and stuff. But at the same time, like, living through a pandemic. Cause this was like the first round of mm-hmm. quarantine and stuff. Um, I really wish they had, and obviously the producers did that on purpose. They're like setting it all up. I think but, that um, was fake. The, the, I don't think that was real. 
Ooh, okay. So if that isn't real, I was gonna say the teachers should have more compassion than that. Like we're all going through an unprecedented like yep. event and emotions and stuck at home and to like throw a jab like that, which would have been in front of his whole class, you know, like during their schooling was a little like another thing piling up on top of Robin. Cause that's to be embarrassing for her to watch um, the teacher call him out in front of his class that way, you know, like talking to them like on in their online class like your mom once again like forgot to wake you up or something you know that doesn't feel good on top of her depression yeah I thought that was like like really wow I was like that's a bold teacher (laughs) I'm surprised I don't think that was I heard heard another um radio on Sirius XM that they think that that was like that that was um like a producer that they put that in there that wasn't real oh that that's, well, that's I mean, what I heard. I, I, um, Amy Phillips, when, when they when when they talked about it um, on Radio Andy, that um, not promoting another podcast. Oh no, I love I, I love Amy Phillips. This one. <laughs> a reality but check. I love Amy Phillips. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Actually, so she's like, the yeah, first one the- that ever gave us a shout out. She put us yeah, on the map, so I love her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, she's great. Um, but she was like, "Yeah, we don't they that they didn't think that was real. That it's probably some." you know, producer put that in or whatever. Yeah. So I don't, I actually agree with her. I don't think that's real. And I don't think that that, that would happen. Um, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be hardcore or anything, but it's like, you know, I get, you know, we all have everybody battles depression and everything and, 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 and that in its own way. But, you know, I just feel like, you know, there's people that actually had to work, had to leave the house. that had to go work outside the home that didn't get to stay in the home and have help and, you know, and actually had a, you know, had to work outside the home during the pandemic, it didn't get to stay home. So I just, I am sympathetic, but I'm also like, I also see the other side that, you know, people are going There's to There's definitely privilege in that. Yeah, for sure. Yes. It's privilege. That's what I, that's what exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh, boohoo, you got to be inside the home the whole time. That's great. And you have a gorgeous home, you know, that's, that's, where I kind of see things a little bit differently, you know, in that, in that regard, but no, I yeah, get and that's that fair. struggles. Yeah. I have empathy for sure because I'm a stay at home mom. So like it's, it's tough to be stuck at home, you know, like, especially when you don't have another adult, like around you, like if you're like, my husband's working obviously, you know, all day, whether he was at home or, you know, d- Wi-Fi somewhere else, but like at the height of it, when you couldn't leave your house, imagine like you're stuck with a toddler. That's the only conversation you have all day. Um, and it's easy to, I feel like moms, some moms don't like to complain, um, because that's exactly what someone would say. They're like, well, you're at home. I mean, she's also in a a slightly more privileged position than some people too. And obviously I have privilege of my own. Um, but it is tough and her kids are a little older, so I can't, I can see both sides. I guess that's what I'm getting at. I can see how getting stuck inside and not being able to do like your usual, like if she's used to working, you know, her hat business, getting out or doing like pop-ups or trunk shows or something. And all of a sudden all that comes to a screeching halt and she's just stuck at home. And since her kids are older, she probably doesn't need to be as hands-on, you know? So then she, you get into that like cycle of like just being depressed really. (laughs) So I can see it, but there's definitely privilege that comes with that. Like there are definitely people that could not, excuse me, stay home and people that had to work, you know, and be exposed to the virus. And they work two or three jobs, you know, to make ends meet and have like several children, even young children, you know, they have to leave behind and worry about that. So um, I can definitely, um, Sada, see what you were saying. 
Yeah, for sure. I agree. I, I can see both sides. Um, I remember with, um, um, who was it? Jennifer Aiden. I remember feeling the same way when she was asking for help during a pandemic on her IG. And I was really upset about it because I had the same thought on the other side. I was like, you know how many of my friends also have five children and they don't get to be like, oh, I need help. Like they have to be the ones to do it. And they're also working and they have kids. And so like I, at in that time, during that conversation, I felt the same way you do now, where I was like, it's a point of privilege because there are so many women that don't have that. Right. Like, like, um, Char was saying there's essential workers and they didn't have that luxury. And so I completely, um, agree with y'all the, the two sides of it. And of course, um, because I don't have children, I just always feel like, whatever mommies want. Cause that shit is hard. It is a hard job and whatever <laughs> y'all need, I support it. I applaud it. Um, but yeah, I, I can see what you're saying totally. Um, because yeah, not everybody just gets to either stay home or have a job, but then, um, one of my friends, she was an, well, she is an attorney and she kind of went through what Shar was talking about, like having to now be at home. And I was, with her on the phone during a lot of her mental crisis. And it was really hard for her to not be able to like drop off her child at daycare anymore and like go to work and, and then have to come home and, and be the the caregiver. Like now she was yep. having to work from home. And, and that's exactly what she told me. She said, I'm, I don't get to talk to adults anymore. Like my whole life revolves around, you know, the cartoons and, and play dates and reading and, it broke my heart to watch her break down through this and this I also loss of identity and um, that the was, loss of identity is real. Like that yes. is such a, like, Oh, that's a tough thing. It really broke my heart. I didn't know it felt like that. And there were some days where I was really worried about her. I was really worried about her. So totally. I think we've all, met people that have gone through like different phases of it. I myself have struggled with it um, big time. So I just think it's, it's cool. Not that it's cool, but I'm glad to see the housewives are reflecting reality. And even if it's a little altered, right. Um, Cause they have like people helping them and all this stuff, <laughs> but at least we see them going through similar things. Right. Yeah. I feel like that goes with how Robin is usually pretty, like out of, you know, people that are well off and comfortable and have, you know, minor fame. She's usually like closest to, <laughs> to like the everyday person. <laughs> so it's not surprising, I guess, that her storyline yeah. touches <laughs> on something that people dealt with, you know? Yeah. Um, and actually speaking of real stories, we get a taste of Mia's backstory in this one, which she kind of goes into definitely more in depth in the most recent episode, but she's very transparent, right? I appreciate that about her. She says in that, the, the episode a while ago, like her, her bio mom and her father had drug issues and she went into foster care. And this is kind of what we see is her, her driving force, right? To be the mom she didn't have. I guess is what we could say. What did you guys think about that initial conversation that we, we start seeing her story and also as it's developed when she has a tea with the green eyed bandits in this most recent episode? I thought it was, you know, I'm glad she opened up. Um, it's tough. 
you know, I just, I like it. I like it when they're real and they share their story and she does, you know, have that, like Robin said, similar with, with Juan's parents, you know, what happened. Cause I, I we had, again, that's something that's known in the area about, mm-hmm. you know, Juan Dixon, um, you know, what happened to him. And that's why he's become so close to Robin and his, and her family. But I'm glad that she opened up and, you know, because it explains more about like what, you know, why she is the way that she is. Yes. The perspective. Why, why, why she's so ambitious and why she wants to be a good mom. But, you know, it gives you a lot of sympathy and, and empathy. Um, but I also like, feel like, no, don't tell Giselle so much stuff. Cause she'll use it against you later. I can't, <laughs> oh, part of me felt that way too, you know, but I'm glad as a viewer, we got, we got to see it and hear it, you know, cause I, I like her even more now. Yeah, I agree. I think it was like we, you said before, just good perspective because they were starting to judge her and she did come off. Like she did, she did like a 180 from thinking Giselle had a good heart to then the text messages, then to like, you know, wanting to talk to her at the party and apologize. So I think for them and the, when she asked a scholar, how many businesses she owned, you know, kind of like aggressively and Robin got mad at her, but I think for them to hear her backstory helped to understand why she might be so what they think, you know, perceive as being showy or um, like boastful, you know, of what she has. Um, But it makes sense. And Giselle said it too. She's like, she understands why, like she, and she should be proud of it because she, you know, has worked hard to get where she is from where she started. Yeah. I thought it was actually such a nice moment with the green eye bandits. Right. Cause so I agree. If Giselle uses that against her. That's, that's yes. like the lowest of the low. I hope she does not throw something like that back at her at some point. Cause that would be just gross. Like I know. And I did have the same thought too. Like, Oh, you got to watch Giselle because <laughs> you can't be telling her heartfelt information. But mm-hmm. the good thing is that Mia is so open about it. I don't like, you know, she would be like, yeah, I told you that. And, you know, I feel like she would at least have a better coat of armor as opposed to like, if she was really, 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 really private. And then Giselle does this whole thing. I think that would be more hurtful, but um, I actually thought it was a sweet moment with the green eyed bandits. I didn't know they had, had it in them. And like Robin was just so nice. And like, you know, they had this bonding moment and then for Giselle to actually acknowledge and be like, you know, the fact that you're still here, you're, you're a bad bitch. Like I've just never seen them be so nice. And I thought that was a great look on them. Like it made me like them so much more in that moment. And the one thing I did notice in the earlier episodes, um, you know, words are really important. And Mia says, my mom, you know, and my mom gave me up and it is what it is. And I thought, wow, she feels like she logically understands that her mom couldn't provide. But that is a very heavy thing to feel that someone gave you up as opposed to they they couldn't, you know. Um, oh yeah. The conversation with her and her husband where she was saying how she waited yep. and waited like on the floor, even he looked like he had tears in his eyes, you know, like listening yes. to her like recount it. So it seems like, um, that's gonna, I don't know, play a part, but definitely in her care, like the way she is, you know, like, it seems like there's something that's still, and how could it not, but like weighs heavily and it influences like her choices as a mom or like a businesswoman or a human being. And I love her relationship with her husband as it's progressed. Um, I, I really like them as a couple. Same. And they might be my number two after um, Karen, the grand dame. <laughs> <laughs> and Ray. 
Uh, so then let's, oh, actually, let's go on to the big sit down in that in that first episode since we've left. Candace and Karen have the sit down at Candace's house where she was uh, beautifully waiting for an apology. And I got to give it to Karen. She didn't <laughs> dance around it. She she said, no, <laughs> I don't regret it. And I was really she wasn't it. getting it. <laughs> so good. She wasn't getting it. Uh, I love it. Like she was, she was expecting it. She was expecting uh it. And she, and and Karen stood her ground. I love it when people do that. So many times when people expect an apology or you get a fake apology, which is, yeah, you can't force someone into an apology. That's just not how it is. Also, Karen did what it seems like she did what she thought was best. She had two friends and she was kind of in the middle of it. And she stood the fact that she hasn't changed, like leads me to believe that she really did do what she thought was right you know yeah I loved it and I love you know Karen is a wordsmith I I love her um she's quick with it you know she said you may have been physically hurt but I was emotionally hurt (laughs) you know and she says y'all like attacked me and they kind of did you know they they really did gang up on her a lot um for choosing to stay neutral and I just so loved just Candace's reaction you know to that and and then out came the tissue with the corner. <laughs> I didn't even see her fold it. <laughs> was that the debut of the season? First tissue yes, of the season? Yes, first tissue of the season. <laughs> yep. Out came the tissue. And Karen stayed strong. And I love that she didn't, you know, balk back or dance around it and try to justify. She just said, no, um, I hear you and I understand you, but I stand by it. And I don't know. It just made me so warm inside. I was so happy watching that because later as we get into this, um, this is a spa Ashley pamper party. I was dying y'all dying. Uh, when, you know, as they're retelling what happened at the love party, um, and they're referencing the hand gesture that it is miss candy that says, you know, that could be threatening to wave a hand in someone's face. And she's, she's telling me of that because, you know, Wendy Zenwen is, is, uh, Zen-wen. yeah. <laughs> so I was dying. I'm like, so you do admit you were wrong. It is, it, it could be an aggression. It could be threatening yet all last season and up until you had Karen in your house and you wanted an apology, you've never taken accountability that you played any role in that except when Mia does the same thing. And now you're like, well, you know, Mia, that could be very threatening. So I was just dying. Uh, what what are your thoughts starting with that before we or or getting into Zen when? What do you guys think? <laughs> the polite pause. Sada, your turn. <laughs> um, I just thought it was funny that Candace said that. Um, but yes, I I don't I personally don't like hands in my face. It is threatening. Um, I thought that when Zen when, um, excuse me, was. <laughs> I think she came off so strong at the spot. It like, I, you know, TikTok, I have time today. And I was like, what, what is going on here? What, what, I don't understand why Wendy had to like, just go off on Mia like that. I, I, I get, to me, it came out of nowhere. And I don't know if, you know, she just wanted to make herself, you know, you know season two Wendy I don't know you know how they had season two glow up you know for how Uh he were housewives but I just I don't know I just thought it was very aggressive 
And I know they don't, you know, we, we don't like using that word, but I just felt like it just came out of nowhere. I don't, I don't think that she needed to take it to that level. Yeah. I wrote down, I'm confused because <laughs> yeah. I don't know when it happened. Like what did Mia do? Yeah. yeah. She's just she started this, with the TikTok and I was that, like, like what? thing towards yeah. Mia, like since she opened her mouth, I think really since she, I, I don't know if she feels threatened because she's new or because how, how open and like candid that Mia is, you know? And I feel like that's what she's trying to be, but like this whole, there's something bigger going on to me. Like something's going on with Wendy. I don't know that it necessarily that her husband actually cheated or fathered a baby, whatever. Cause we're getting to that, but like mm-hmm. something is going on with her. And I don't know, like we were talking about pandemic and moms having identity crises, you know? Yeah, um, that's true. Good point. I don't know if that played into it, but they kind of called her out, you know, at, at a certain point, but definitely something's going on with her where she's trying to, maybe she didn't like how she came off maybe too reserved or professory the first season, or maybe she's just having like a little bit of a identity crisis, but she has been so much more like quick to anger mm-hmm. and also so much more trying to be loose and funny or <laughs> it seemed like she was trying to like too hard to read her. Like she was trying like to say stuff that's like funny and edgy, you know, and like get at her. And it was just too much to me. It was too much. I was like, this is not, (laughs) this isn't really funny either. It's not like an iconic, like Phaedra read or like, you know what I'm saying? Like it just read as like forced. And it also was trying to act so unbothered, but clearly she was bothered. Yeah. She's very bothered. very very it's not nat- it doesn't it's not it doesn't come off as natural mm-hmm. no it came off as like very agitated and like insecure and everybody's mm-hmm. face in the room was like oh what the fuck like what is it like yeah because huh? even you know, candace the is the one that everyone. calls it right candace says i hate that wendy feels she needs to puff out her chest around mia she doesn't need to do all that uh so mm-hmm. even she called it out yeah mm-hmm <laughs> yeah, but that she was said, my note. She said she'd be careful. Jiminy Cricket. Oh, yeah. These boobs down. The boobs done. Be careful puffing out your chest. You just got the boobs done. You don't want to pop a, <laughs> pop a titty or something. She said yeah, that. Yeah, she did say that. Yeah. You know what? She, yeah. she made me laugh with her She's little one-liners. funny. Yeah. She yeah, has she good, like, funny. little quick. <laughs> yeah. She does do the, the quick one-liners. She did say that. You're right about the pop. She's like, girl, you just had them done. You're going to pop a titty. And I laugh so hard. <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. <laughs> um, one side note I love in this. Every time shit goes down, Ashley is nowhere to be seen. When the Monique Candace fight happened, um, she was in the bathroom <laughs> and then now she was getting the foot massage. So I was just laughing. I'm like, Oh, Ashley missed it again. She's going to walk in. Like what happened? So funny. Mm-hmm. And then we get into Very the gentleman's funny. club story. What do y'all feel oh, about goodness. this? <laughs> now, listen, I've been, now I don't want to reveal too much about myself, but I've been, Here to, we go. A gentleman's, <laughs> I've been to a gentleman's club a time or two back uh-huh. in the day. Mm-hmm. And I agree. And now who was it that said it? I'm trying to think. I think it was Ashley said it. Ashley said it. Yes. You do wear, you can wear evening gowns at certain gentlemen club establishment. Now, I used to go with, 
you know, back in the, gosh, back when I was in my (laughs) early twenties and I lived in Charlotte and I would hang out with the Carolina Panthers, you know, back when I was young and hot, you know, back in the day, long time ago. (laughs) Yes, girl. I know. Like, tell us, you're here to save space. Tell us. Okay. Back long, gosh, back when I used to hang out and with NFL players, but that's a whole different story. But <laughs> we have to do another podcast episode. Yeah, though. that's another podcast. We talk oh, about sure. lives and on old lives, right? Um, now, the women, yeah, they would wear the beautiful, but but like what Ashley says, beautiful dress, blah, blah, but you're showing something. You're showing off your boobs. You're showing off 100. the goodies downstairs, something. Yeah, men are going, they're going to pay for something. You got to show them something. Okay. Unless she was like just a cocktail waitress. That's the only thing I would, I'm not buying that. (laughs) Right. Yes. A cocktail. No, the cocktail, but see, I've even gone to like, again, I'm not trying to reveal too much, but I've gone to (laughs) places in DC and even the, the, you know, the cocktail waitresses, um, they still wear the garter belts and the little bra tops and you still see their boobs. You can't touch, but you still see the boobs. Like, you know. I mean, this is during my single time, you know, um, no, no, shame. no you, don't, shame. you don't have to qualify it with anything. Uh, oh no. Well, and, I then, love and, it. Then, and then my, my DC time was when I was in a relationship and I'll, I'll say this one last time and I won't say it again. So after inauguration, we went to inauguration ball and afterwards we were in DC and we went to like this place in DC where a lot of celebrities go afterwards and yeah, and DC can't get lap dances or anything like that but I was with my with my boyfriend and we went and yeah you can't get lap dances you can see they were like the fancy lingerie things like that but in Charlotte when I lived there in my early 20s they were at the gentleman's club like it was called at the time I don't even know if this establishment still exists it was called Uptown Cabaret very fancy and it was like what Mia said the ball gowns this that but they did have a stage with a pole, so but not not everybody danced on that. <laughs> the so. scene, I mean, and the producers did their thing again, but the scene, you know, with the pole. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Let me just say, I've um, never been so jealous ever, Sara. I'm so excited. I wish that would have been my experience. <laughs> I am here to live life. And Texas, yes, I want Texas to. Be- is, Texas is fun though. Yes. <laughs> Yes. So like, I want to be 90 years old and have those memories. So I am so jealous and enthralled. And I think we do need an after hours podcast one of these days. Wait, let's do after hours (laughs) and we can all share. I mean, some I've had, and I'm not trying to take away from Potomac, but I've had some crazy, I had like, I'm like a cat. I've had like nine lives. Nine lives. Oh, that's awesome. Like, like just crazy, crazy times. Cause I've, I have lived, you know, I, I, I mean, not to make this about me, but I, grew up in New York. I went to college in the South, graduate school in North Carolina. Now I'm here in the DC area. So I've lived all over the place, you know, and I, I you know, it's so funny. Cause I, and, and that regard, like when, when Mia was talking about North Carolina and I can just, I just, it, it triggered my memories of my time in North <laughs> Carolina. Exactly. You I love you it. I'm you know what so I'm talking about? have you did you live in charlotte no i'm from atlanta which is like strip capital of the south i was gonna say yeah y'all have some good stories in my belt as well (laughs) yes atlanta excuse me they do the best (laughs) tricks i mean they go up to that yeah i can vouch and not myself (laughs) Uh, 
Yeah, but I, I mean, Atlanta is the best. You have to go to Atlanta if you want to see the best. I mean, they go yeah. up to the ceiling and, and come yeah. down. And it actually uh, ruins, I think, going to other places because then you yeah. see so stuff and you're down. like, oh, this is, yeah. And you're like, this is boring. Yes. <laughs> yes. For sure. We're doing an after hours one of these days and I'll open it up to the DMs. Send me your stories and we'll read them. Oh my God. I love it. Yes. 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 I was actually in a clubhouse room earlier and we were talking to, um, she's like now a marketing coach, but she used to be a stripper and she was telling us all these stories and I was here for it. I was yes. like, so listening. Yeah. <laughs> Funny um, so yeah, I love this, this part of Mia's story, uh, gentlemen's club. And, and I love that we all know she was a stripper and it's cute that they got to, you know, say she started as a waitress and I'm like, Girl, you were like, how tall is she? 5'11"? She's like 6'1". She's tall. <laughs> She's a yeah. Glamazon. Yes. She's stunning. Own it. I You know what? I, I, give, I give her this. She's so transparent. Um, if she and her husband want to make their story, you know, kind of keep something to themselves, I'm, I'm here for that too because it's like their marriage is clearly working for them. Um, maybe they have some sort of agreement because they have kids, like young kids about That's what true. like yeah. comes out right away. Um, I mean, she wasn't like, oh my gosh, no, I didn't do that. You know, she kind of was just kind of right. cutesy, like coy about it. So I'm okay with it. Um, she clearly showed off. She has some skills on the pole, which I <laughs> applauded. Yeah. Yes. I love yes, it. She does. <laughs> I want to so, see more of okay, that. She needs to have like an IG live. I'm telling yes. you, I'm here for it. Here for it. <laughs> I'm yes. loving it. I loved that whole scene. Um, and then I thought it was really cute that they had a little pamper party for Miss Ashley. I thought that was yes. very unlike Giselle, but very sweet of her. I, the, the shade <laughs> from Karen like killed me. She's like, Giselle's not a host. That's not, she's not good at fashion. She's not good at wigs. Like she's not good at hosting. <laughs> yeah. It is I what love it. it is. I love it. Yeah. She did leave her it. own party. I was like, where are you going? I can't. We can only ask so much of her. Like, good for her for attempting. Well, they gave Karen. They gave Karen, Karen crap for leaving her wig. Oh yeah, her wig. Yeah, her wig year. shift. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, the they had reservations. They were hungry. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, um, what do we think about Zen Wen? I, I don't know how Zen Wen really is. That, that was not Zen Wen. <laughs> no, whatever the opposite of that is. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I personally just feel like all this, uh, she says she wants to be the black Mark Stewart. It just, it's coming out of left field where all last year she was like, I have four degrees. I'm the mm-hmm. professor and I'm a political commentator and I'm this and this and this and this. And then all of a sudden she says she wants to be like Martha, like Martha Stewart. I'm like, and she doesn't talk really about being a professor. She doesn't talk about her degrees. And maybe it's because we gave her, like the public gave her so much flack about it last year. So I'm just kind of like, it's just complete opposite. Yeah. Um, like, I'm very uh, like a 180 by this whole thing. And then yeah, I started, I oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, sorry. No, you finish your that first and I'll get. No, I'll I was just going to say I had started looking to see if she had a site up, right? Because th- we're seeing this almost six oh, to yes. eight months later and That's I can't right. find the candles anywhere. Okay. Well, <laughs> is, that, is that really a surprise? <laughs> no offense, Monday, but like, um, what I was going to say is that like the conversation, I know that we're probably mixing episodes here. I can't remember like which one is which, but the conversation with her husband even makes, makes it more apparent that she, she's so smart and like, I feel like I really thought that she didn't give a shit about what people thought of her and people like she should flaunt that she has four degrees, like good for her, you know? Um, but I feel like 
she's mentioned it before that maybe she felt pressured and we know this like as Latina women like uh the pressure of like the generations before you like having to do better and doing like picking a career or like a lane that makes your parents grandparents family proud that they can show off to their other fam family and friends um and something that makes money you know because like you want to do better and they want you to do better than they did like our parents you know the older generations so I get that that seemed to be something that was very prominent for her like from an African family you know uh, that's something that she talked with her mom about her mom you know is very particular about you know her leaving her job and things like that um, and I feel like, again, I don't know if it's pandemic or stuff going on like at home, something has like switched in her. And she was saying, she said it herself, like that she was excited to like carve a new path, something like that. I can't remember the exact phrase she said. Um, so it makes it seem like it all kind of plays into that. And like, she maybe watched herself back from the previous season and like realized that she was only doing stuff like maybe according to what her mom thought was what she should be doing. Um, so I, I can, I sympathize like with her wanting to kind of carve her own path, but for being so smart and like, you know, well-educated, um, I was really surprised that like she didn't know she should have like such a, a bit like an extensive business plan. Like she hadn't even looked up to see if the name was available, you know, and her husband was like walking her through things like, I was very surprised at how not prepared and how scattered and like, uh, like insecure, like for someone, you know, who's very secure, I guess, in what she's already doing. She's a professor, you know, and she speaks like on live TV, like very important commentary. Um, that was like a surprising thing to see. I don't know if that made sense, but. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm very still surprised by the whole thing. Like, I mean, yeah, I second everything you say, right? Like, because I think as as Latinas, we said this last time, like when you're, you know, that's part of our privilege as the ones born and raised here to be able to pick and choose. But it's just so far out there. And then when I started looking, she did register the LLC, but barely like like last maybe last summer. And then I haven't seen the candles anywhere because I was going to try to like buy one of hers and Tiffany Moon's and I was going to compare, oh, yes. but I couldn't find it, you know, and like Miss Tiffany Moon, boom, boom, boom. Not, not she to compare to be them. like, she's been doing like wine and, you know, does I know Tiffany's stuff. on it. She's yes. trying to like make the stretch. <laughs> yeah. She's got the three moon wine. She got the candles. She's got everything. Yeah. He seems like business oriented and like Wendy surprisingly just didn't seem like she was prepared. She seemed like they very they seem like they're comfortable. Like they have enough money, like for her to, why not? Like what, it's not hurting anyone. It's not like by her doing this, like her kids won't be able to eat or they won't have a roof over their head. So for me, it's like, like just me personally looking at her I'm like during COVID pandemic, like why not try something new? You know, we're all sitting at home. She's like going through whatever she's going through. But if you're going to start a business, I mean, you can Google like the steps you need to take. And it just seemed like she was just kind of, like rushing into everything and not really like educated on everything it takes to start an actual business, you know, like registered. And so and do like you guys think this is fake and she's just doing the housewife thing or do y'all that think crossed my mind that it's not as maybe just like a storyline thing. Yeah. Uh -huh. I think it's the storyline. Yeah. Was that Sada? And, and I think, yeah, I think, I think it's a storyline. 
maybe, maybe, maybe she wanted to do it initially, or maybe, and it didn't take off, or maybe, you know, it's a storyline, or maybe it's something to, you know, deflect maybe from the rumors or something that were going around about her husband. I just, I think it's real. I I mean, if there's no website, if there's nothing going on, then obviously it didn't happen, you know? I mean, I don't doubt that she was excited to do it, you know, or like thought, oh, I'll be a housewife, you know, like with a little house line, you know, but it doesn't seem like it's like you said, if it, if she really wanted it to be real, she's, she's smart enough and she has the resources where she could have made it happen. You know, if we yeah. were to pick for her a side hustle, cause like I thought, I think with Tiffany Moon, it was really smart because her candles also have like heal, like healing yes. sense, like the light of K1 and stuff like that. And it makes perfect sense because she's an anesthesiologist. Um, what would be something that would make sense? A side hustle for Wendy? What do we think? What would we pick for her? My first thing would be, she does like political commentary, maybe something, anything, but that donated to a cause like social justice wise, or maybe helping like young black girls, um, like scholarships, you know, or something like that. Something that played into that. Um, it's like candles. <laughs> it just seems so random. <laughs> like, with nothing to tie back to her. Candles. Yeah, because we could like see... Uh, Portia Williams in that same advocacy space, right? Yeah, um, I just I feel like it. She doesn't need the candle business, right. right? To be comfortable, so like it seems weird with her education and her like what she does that she wouldn't. T- that's why it's like a little sketchy to me. It doesn't seem like it's not a fully like baked plan. <laughs> yeah, now that um, I've heard you all talk about it, I think I'm I'm jumping on board with this. Might be fake. Yeah. <laughs> Um, speaking of odd endeavors, what did y'all think in this? And now, you know, going on to the uh, second two weeks ago, last, not this Sunday, but Sunday before last, Michael wants to do movies. That was major flags for me. <laughs> what did you guys think? <laughs> what kind of movies? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I was like, oh, uh, what major kind red flag? of movies? I just feel like my, <laughs> my head popped to him writing off expenses of yes. taking clients to yes clubs or um oh honey that was just an actress you know like it's yep. fine I'm just showing her her lines a hundred percent that's what I thought I'm like oh lord nope nope no nope. what kind of movies <laughs> no um mm-hmm. yeah that's what I thought and I just I think yeah I think Ashley that's all we see in this second to the last right she's having the pains I thought it was really rude that Candace has now not invited her to this pajama jam I don't understand what happened I thought they were like squashing and moving forward so she says on the in the confessional she forgot and then she says in the confessional this last episode she forgot to invite her to Williamsburg so I'm like what is I even wrote I what rolled. is happening yeah just, yeah just invite her like obviously like she said she's like I think her, um, she's probably dilating right now. Like she can't make uh-huh. it, which is like mm-hmm. just a super eye roll. If she doesn't, she probably wouldn't want to go, you know, to most things, but just like you invited everyone else. Just invite her. But did they have a fight that I forgot about? Cause they kind of like tried it. They were like trying to move forward. Right. The last I remember is yeah. they were trying to move forward, but you know, with Candace and her, there's always like a little, I mean, what, what she quote unquote did to Candace would be kind of hard to get over, you know, someone you were trying to like make amends with then wrote a character statement against you, you know, for a course court case. 
I feel like it's hard to like. I mean, sure, the but if real, I came at you, if I came at you with a knife, can I really be mad that you then? Oh no, for like, sure. But I'm you? saying, you know how like yeah, yeah. is really immature. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't see her yeah, burying the hatchet. You came at me with a knife. Can I be really? Can someone be really mad at? Yeah, you know, can, can, I would have to understand at that point. Yeah, I'd be right. Like, okay, yeah, you yeah. know, because like I've met people in the past, and they don't have the like in my, you know my 20s and stuff and they were like god you were such a bitch and I'm like wait when was this and I'm like yeah you know what I was yeah I was like you know what you're right I was it was a it was a dark time I apologize you're right yeah (laughs) you have every right to hate me (laughs) um so now we go on to textgate Giselle and Mia what did you guys think about this whole texting again I'm surprised Giselle and Robin were actually nice about it and Mia did come in hot but I going back to the mom issue, I think I'm understanding more now. She's just saying, don't tell me what to do. Like, I will decide. Right. Is that what, what, what it was? Or was it just, well, it's, show? it's Giselle. <laughs> it's Giselle that wants to dictate. Right. Don't invite Karen. Right. So she, cause like Giselle wants to like, like what Mia said, wants to like tell her, you know, wants to set the tone for what she's going to do. And then Mia's like, oh no, no, you're not going to tell me who and who I will not bring to wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing, that kind of thing. So I did, I mean, I did like that she did push back a little bit. But what I didn't like is then she like then completely backed down and apologized for it later. I'm like, oh, if you're going to stand your ground, stand your ground. You know, don't <laughs> also, apologize for Giselle it later. painted it like, like she didn't mean what she actually meant. She was like, I was just saying that we were going to do it without Karen, you know, so that we could get to know each other. But really, <laughs> like, you know, she meant it more pointedly, right. you know, when she sent it. Like, yes. it, I think on both sides, it, there was just too much. Like, mm-hmm. like Mia, obviously, all of like, the paragraphs of text are just too much. And then she went in knowing, like, Mia, it's funny, but she went in like, you can talk to my assistant if you want any further communication. Oh, my God, I died. <laughs> I died. I was laughing so hard. So good. Awesome. You know that bothered Giselle. So good. Yes. <laughs> And I love. And that then she when her, the when she symbol. told Karen, when she yes, and when she told Karen, and then Karen came over. Oh my god, I was, and they started laughing. I started laughing. I thought that was so funny. Yes, it was. Well, you know, so they, they nice. did the little giggle scene. Uh huh. Oh my yeah. so god. <laughs> it's nice to so see good. Karen have someone on her side. Um. Yeah, yeah like truly outnumbered. on her side. I think it's just maybe confused Giselle because, she, like she said before, that. Um, she was like, oh, I, I think Mia is a good person because she has a good judge of character and it cuts <laughs> to the scene of her saying Giselle has a good heart or whatever. <laughs> so I think Giselle yeah. like, immediately wanted to like her and then was like, whoa, 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 you know? Yeah, because even in the Zen Wen scene at the spa, Giselle was ready to like pick at Mia, but Zen Wen took over and, and then Giselle <laughs> didn't even have a chance to say, I thought I was just a pretty face is where she was going to go with all that. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't even get the chance because uh, Zen Wen took over. So I'm I'm intrigued by this, this uh, whatever it ends up being between uh, Giselle and Mia, but I'm I'm pleasantly surprised that Giselle is not coming out with the claws this season, it seems to be. I, but I need to watch her. It's one eye open. So I wonder <laughs> if her daughters have had anything, because her daughters clearly have been keeping her in check, <laughs> right? which I love. I love like how they just call her out um, <laughs> and like aired out, you know, all of her business. Yep. 
Oh, but actually, wonder... that was one of the things I missed. If you guys want to go into that, uh, her breakup, I, that's probably why I missed it. But that's how they opened this episode. The, the whole Jamal. Ugh, break, yes. break yeah. <laughs> that nobody's okay. surprised over. Right. Yeah. Her Even fake, her best friend, her Robin, relationship. Was like, not surprised. A fake relationship. Mm-hmm. That's all I gotta say about it. There's yeah, no, Robin no was even like, um, I guess Robin was like, she was like, they were know. not even. I did not think they were that in love for this to be a surprise. Like something along those lines. Like, uh-huh. And don't we have in this episode also, um, uh, Karen asking uh, Robin about that wedding, <laughs> the the wedding that's never yeah. gonna happen. Yeah, and then Robin's like, I'm not gonna throw a super spreader, but we're like, mm, I know no. <laughs> you're not gonna throw anything, <laughs> right? Her wedding is the safest because it's not happening. <laughs> That's true. That's Sarah has happen. said since first episode, not gonna happen. It's not, um, not gonna happen. What did guys. y'all think of that new confessional from Ms. Robin Dixon? The big yellow. Gorgeous. I oh, loved yes. it. Same. Yeah. I was here for it. I was like, oh Robin. I le- I've actually loved both her confessional looks. I like the other one too. Really cool. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. then we missed the workout thing, right? She goes to work out and I, I was feeling Wendy there. I'm a Southerner and I hate to me. Anything below 70 degrees is freezing. I don't want to be out there. <laughs> I don't want to be cold <laughs> working out in the winter. Um, <laughs> would y'all think that? Her coat was a full yeah. mood. That, I love this. Show up to work um, out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Tell me you have to be somewhere without telling me you have to be somewhere. <laughs> You don't want to be there. Um, so we go into this Sunday's episode. Ashley has her baby. Super cute. cute. Yeah. I am happy for her. I know that was something, you know, in the first few seasons that was like a huge point of contention. So whether (laughs) whatever works out with Michael or doesn't, but at least she seems very happy. She has the family or like the kids she always wanted. Um, and it seems like she is thriving, like mom wise, woman wise like her personal life wise, like herself, <laughs> her little bubble. Yes. Yes. So cute. And, um, you know, it breaks my heart. Cause when they were talking about the movies, like it feels like she's so like, I hate that she's got to tiptoe around him and his ego. Right. I'm like, he's the one that keeps messing up. And right away he was like, Oh, it sounds like, well, she said, it's not like I want to squash your dreams. And he's like, but she's like, well, I didn't say it, but like, I can see her trying to maneuver, but like, she's just, she, you know, I just wish he would stop being Michael and like, <laughs> she's doing so much and she just had this beautiful baby. And, and I say all that to your point that I'm just happy, regardless of how her story turns out that she has these two beautiful little baby boys. Um, and she will have happiness at the end of her, her story or, yes. you know, yeah. Agreed. Ashley, um, Mia, Mia and mom that was the next note I have for this episode, but that was, I think this park episode, right. Where she goes with her husband and their kids and he looks so young. I cannot believe he's like <laughs> younger, a little, just almost raise yeah. age. Yeah. He, whatever he's doing is amazing. He's with a beautiful younger woman. <laughs> yeah. That's right. right. Younger, younger young. women keep you young. <laughs> That's right. So true. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and this episode, Ocepho rumors, Yo, I wanted this to be bigger. They really kind of let us down. I it, it was just like a, you know, passing comment. Mm-hmm. What did you guys think? This is where I we feel like first it's going to get bigger, clearly, because the preview. So mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what Wendy has to say to Giselle 
um, everyone, it, every season has that moment where someone <laughs> confronts Giselle for, for something. So I'm excited to see, <laughs> like drama wise, I'm excited to see that scene. And I love how Giselle is like trying to toe the line, the confessional. She's like, I'm not one to get involved. We're like, where? Hi. <sighs> like, <laughs> please. <laughs> oh, just the first one to get involved, honey. For real. Yeah. Exactly. Um, she is hilarious. And I don't know which, where was it that they were talking? Was it the pajama jam where they were talking about the threesomes and um, again, Mia with the transparency, transparency. So no, I kind of no, no, like no, the, no. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. It was that um, townhouse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Town yeah. House. Yeah. The townhouse. Um, I just kind of feel that, that they are judging her. And so I, I, I kind of, I'm worried for Mia because now we know she had the threesome with her husband and, a, oh, what did you guys think about that? She said she, it was the voyeur fantasy. Oh she, yeah, she that, that's not for me. But I right. lo- again, I love, love, love <laughs> that they're doing their own thing. They have something that works for them, and she's so secure with it. Um, I really hope that you know everything goes smoothly for her in her marriage from here because I really like them. Like I'm loving yeah, them so far, and I love her. <laughs> I love her attitude about everything. Yeah, they're a really cute mm-hmm. couple, and I felt like Wendy's always judging her. So I'm like, well, then stop asking her questions. Why do you ask her? Are y'all gonna judge her? You're the one wanting she, to know I the feel most. Like Wendy's the one now taking little notes in her book. Yep. Like Giselle's not so pressed right now, but like Wendy, her eyes like bugging out of her mm-hmm. head, you know? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly right. And so I'm wondering, I mean, maybe they'll make up. Um, I haven't been following social media. Have they been fighting as the episodes have un- unrolled? I haven't um, seen anything. Wendy I don't actually Wendy. follow them specifically, but I, I follow up the other sites that would yeah. notify me. <laughs> yeah, they would tell us. <laughs> I um the only thing that I saw was when um like one of the sites I follow posted on Instagram how Candace said, Oh, I can't believe you would let they they would treat you like something and would let that those girls bully you out of the room, you know, in the end of the episode when they when Robin kicked Mia out of the room in Williamsburg and then Mia replied, Well, you know, I, I felt bad or something where these people normally would never have a chance to experience luxury oh <laughs> i love this so yeah. i thought that was really that was shitty not, yeah but that's why so then mia responded i love that on sunday that was her response oh i didn't fight it because you know um you know normally these people or this person or however she said would wouldn't normally get to experience this level of luxury in i love how she handled lives. that she yes. really does. She's so good. So good <laughs> like she kind of like even giggled, laughed it off. And she really did not seem like she obviously is annoyed because anyone would be, but she obviously was like, no, it's fine. It's cool. We're good. We're let's, let's hang out and have fun. And everyone, I feel like they were waiting because she's a new girl. It's a little bit right. like, fun to like, yeah. you know, poke and poke. And she didn't yeah. give them the, the reaction. I think they wanted even they producers. Wanted I'm sure producers wanted to see more than that too. Yeah. And it makes right. sense given her background also, right. She's learned to adjust and adjust 100%. Quickly. Yeah. And do yeah. without like, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of, I, I didn't have any other notes for this episode before this most recent one. Um, after the Osefo rumors, I was just kind of bummed out. Like it was just so flat. Mm-hmm. I expect I wanted a big Giselle dramatic <laughs> <laughs> delivery of this all, but I think she's scared. I think she, she, whether she admits it or not, I think whatever conversations went down in 
in their community within the housewives world or just their community in the Maryland area, not even Potomac, right? <laughs> We've established it's Maryland. Right. Um, yeah. I think the Monique thing. Alaska. Her up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Monique thing did shake her up and may- maybe she's thinking twice before jumping in um, or maybe not. Right. I mean, it is Giselle, but now getting into Williamsburg thoughts, ladies, what, what, what did you guys take away from this? What did you all think? That house looked beautiful. I didn't know that existed. Yes. I know. I want to stay there. Um, I agree. Well, they start off I, in the, I, if we take it step by step, they start off in the bus, right? And that was cute. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's friends. <laughs> On the pole. Yeah, kind of. They did their pole moves. Yes, I did love, and I love that whole, the way the producers like put the tip count <laughs> for their moves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. That was so good. And I was surprised uh, Robin was kind of bad about it, right? It was so, <laughs> bless her heart. Yeah, bless her heart, exactly. Oh. And Wendy, oh my gosh, the, um, who was it? Giselle, who were like last, like last season she was wearing, you know, like whatever high-end clothes and this season she's wearing Forever 21 cut off. Like, <laughs> no. It was so I don't cringe. know what's like happening. Her, if, here's the thing for me anyways, like I don't judge people. Like if you want to dress young for whatever age, I hate when people shame, you know, like yeah, quote unquote yeah. older women, like I'm old. So I, I, <laughs> like don't hate on us. Right. Um, Same. Let us live. Damn it. <laughs> um, but, and I don't think, okay. So, and another thing, sorry, to, to go off of that, they were like, they called her out because they were like, well, you're not the same person you were last season. And I hate that because I don't think, especially women, mm-hmm. that we should be confined to boxes. Like, um, Sarah, you said you've lived nine lives. Like, who gives a shit? Like, if, she, if mm-hmm. you want to be, you know, like super conservative and wear pearls and have your like, you know, preppy moment one year and then the next year you're like feeling more like Cardi and you want to wear, you know, like tight mini skirts with like thigh high leather boots, yeah. you know, and get your long nails done, you know, fun patterns. Yes. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. What I do care well, I mean, like personally watching as a fan, it feels like something is off. It does not feel authentic. Mm-hmm. It feels like, like she's scrambling mm-hmm. to hold on to something or to pro- like make this image of herself. Um, yes. That doesn't seem authentic. So it comes off as awkward instead of owning it and being like sexy and being like owning her womanhood or whatever it is, you know, that she wants to do like her power and her body, her new body should be like fun and exciting. And instead I find myself like cringing mm-hmm, at like the mm-hmm. trying too hard of it. It's not that it's revealing or it's not sexy. natural. Yeah. It's just right. it seems some, like something's off the, the, it's not like a complete like picture. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm looking at her and it's not like someone who's like completely secure and confident, um, in what they're doing. Like, I feel like she needs the validation from them or is trying like too hard. I hate to say that. Like, as a woman, you know, I don't want to tear the women down when they're trying to like find themselves, especially moms, you know, we like, we were talking about you yeah. lose your identity and you're trying to like mm-hmm. feel sexy again, but like something's off. I don't know what it is, but something is off for me, like watching her. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. It's, it's I also agree. almost sad a little bit. Cause there does seem to be a smidge, a smidge of desperation in it. And, yeah, um, and she's too judgmental. Path. You know, mm-hmm. the people that judge are usually the people that are like either dealing with something similar or yes. like, are in an off place in their life. Like people who, you know, are side-eyeing everything and talking about other people, Giselle, <clears throat> are usually people who are dealing, <laughs> right. you know, with their own mm-hmm. problems. And it comes off as that. Like, I feel like almost 
not that she's trying to be Mia, but I feel like almost Mia triggers something in her because she's so uninhibited and free and like carefree, you know, and cool about everything. And I feel like maybe Wendy wants to be more like that or whatever it is she wants to project that she's like that. Like, it's possible that even though Wendy wants to be this like free, fun, sexy, revealing person, that just might not be who she is. You know, I, don't, I can't tell if it's that and that's why she's not comfortable in it. Or if there's something else, like, like I said, like with her marriage or, you know, something deeper. Yeah, same, same. And I know Giselle kind of alludes to it a little bit, right? That's the, that's the taste we get where she says, not that the, she's clear to say, not that the rumors are true, but maybe this is why Wendy is um, doing the most, right? And she even says that the, at the, she makes also a reference to the pajamas that Wendy was wearing, you know? So I think Giselle is also thinking it's odd right yeah I feel like the way they said it right kind of bothered me a little bit like the way she presented it and I think Robin said something too seemed more judgmental you know well, that's like, true mm, yeah like what you're wearing <laughs> is like slutty which shouldn't be yeah. the case like yeah yeah because it was a pajama job yeah yeah mm-hmm. and if she wants to wear like lacy sexy pajamas who cares like they don't I mean they really don't care about that I don't think but they came off more judgmental I think than trying to like understand you know what's right. going on but also that's them. That's totally Giselle. Like why she's not trying to emotionally connect, you know? Right. We know she's bad at it. Um, just out of curiosity for those of us uh, away from the area, how far is Williamsburg? It's about three and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half, three hours. I was gonna say two and a half. That was my okay. first like thought. Okay. So they're traveling for, that's a, that's a good amount of time. Isn't that it's crazy? a common from trip. Arlington. Like I feel like schools from do Ar- it. From like Arlington. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. From, yeah, from Arlington. Because Ashley says she'll go for a day, right? So I was like, oh, wait, how far is it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about three hours. Like when I went down to Virginia Beach, she passed it to go yeah. to Virginia Beach. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. But also, Ashley's probably mm-hmm. going with like a driver. It's a whole different story if you're not <laughs> the one driving with a screaming baby. Yeah. Like, if she can be with her, you know, if she has to bring her infant with her, then like, you know, someone else is driving that makes it a whole, a whole different yeah. situation. Yeah, it's a whole lot easier. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I kind of feel bad that. Again, she's being left out. And I don't know, did we see previews yet um, at the end of this? Ashley hasn't arrived yet, right? She's still kind of left out. Ashley's the one that tells, Ashley tells Wendy about the rumor. Yeah, I believe that that was in the preview. Yeah, Yeah. they showed. I'm a horrible person, but I can't wait. (laughs) I I can't wait to see this. No, same. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, so what do we think about Mm -hmm. these weird fights first? um, You know, um, between before we get into the rest of it Giselle and Karen and Karen still holding on to I want you to apologize <laughs> for what you said about my family their fights are so like I mean, Giselle has done so much more just, like, I mean Giselle has done so much to Karen since she since that whole thing happened four years ago so it's like and I think Candace I I, I find myself it's a bit odd that I'm agreeing so much with what Candace is with what she's saying the last two episodes. But even Candace said that Candace like, well, you both have said so much stuff to each other over the last year since that happened with Ray, like that. It's like you both are in the wrong because Karen has said a lot of stuff, but Giselle has also done a lot of stuff too. And then Giselle's like, well, I've apologized for the stuff that I've said. So it's just like they both have said a lot of stuff. But although Karen was right about a lot of it, because Giselle does a lot of messy stuff and nobody ever holds Giselle really accountable for it, you know? 100. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, but I kind of like, I mean, what would we do without their silly fights? Right. But I completely agree. They both have gone back and forth. They both have plenty to apologize. Although I do think Giselle's are a little, they hit a little below the belt. Like I'm still mad about yeah. the shirt. Agreed. <laughs> when she did it at the press conference. Oh my gosh. She's just so messy. Like <laughs> yeah, so. No. Oh. Um, okay. So now when we're sitting at the table, okay, what were the room assignments originally? How did this happen? So originally it was the green eyed bandits with Candace, right? Mm-hmm. And, and Mia. And was she originally with the green eyed bandits and Candace? Yes, inside the main house, and then Ascala, when no Ascala, Wendy, and Karen in the cottage and the guest cottage or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. Wendy, Karen, mm-hmm. Ascala in the cottage. Okay, because Wendy was like mm-hmm. making all kinds of faces. Is it because she's upset that the Green Eyed Bandits didn't include her? I don't know if like the actual people, but she, wasn't Wendy the one who said they were like, "What's wrong?" and she was like. Or was it a scholar? Who was it that they're like, well, it's, it's fine. It's beautiful. And she's like, all I need to know is that it's not part of the main thing. And that, that tells me everything I need to know. Like that. It's not the house. I can't remember who said it, if it was one day or not, but just the fact that it wasn't like included as part of like the main group, like made one of them mad or like annoyed. So now I'm like realizing how this setup went down. So did I understand it correctly? Um, because I, I like, I want to replay it in my mind. So then the green eyed bandits kick Mia downstairs, right? They kick her out. No, they're not out of the house. Just Mia's Mia got the room upstairs and Robin was downstairs. And then Giselle's like, oh, you should be right. upstairs with you me should be upstairs. in the main house. Okay. That's why I want to understand how this went down. It was Giselle and Robin, right? That were like, we want you to switch rooms or whatever. And then that's why Mia like, wanted fine. Robin close to her instead of Mia next yeah. to her. Mm-hmm. Um, Mia yeah. had her room had like some nice view. It had like a 360, not maybe not 360, but like she had a two walls of like nice, windows. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, so they mixed it up, but I did think I did, I don't know. Like, why can't everyone stay in the house? I just I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like that. Why do you gotta separate them out there, especially right now that Wendy's feeling a type of way, right? And then you're putting like yeah. Mia with the green-eyed bandits. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but that could be me just reading too much into it. But that was I also feel like after um, the conversation where Giselle and Robin kind of got to like me a little bit more, obviously moving her to a different room in in the big house. She still stayed in the main home like they didn't get out to the cottage or whatever. But um, I feel like they maybe wanted to spend time with her because she seems fun and they are starting to like her away from Karen. Mm -hmm. So they put Karen away you know, Mm -hmm. and then kept Mia with them to like, maybe bring her over Mm -hmm. to their side, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I just, I put myself Mm -hmm. in that position because I remember on one campaign I was working on, there were only like four Latinos. And I remember, I always noticed where they put us. (laughs) And I was like, why do we always have to sit in the back? Like I was really mad about it. So I just tend to like, you know, watch those things a little more closely. And so in this particular case, um, if you're planning a trip, especially to colonial Williamsburg, right. And I had this beef with Roni because they went to Salem, Massachusetts. And on their day where they were supposed to like support indigenous tour, they went to like the pilgrim thing. Right. And so these are the things where I'm like, "Mm." 
why don't we just put everyone in the house i like let's not put them in the cottage i don't think that's i wonder i mean i don't see this being a thing because i feel like the potomac women all of them are probably they're all black women you know and they're probably aware they of are. things like that yeah. i don't see them right despite giselle being messy you know and dramatic and stuff and obviously proven by them telling mia she needed to move rooms right um <laughs> but i don't think i wouldn't see anything like underlying like no. nefarious right. you know like I don't see them no. missing something that big I don't and it's not like all of the light-skinned women were in the house and right you know, all right, the right. women were in the cottage um but yeah. I do think the dramatic thing was them trying to separate Mia from Karen and obviously yeah keeping Karen away right yeah that's, right that's that's what I think and I, I also I don't think they're in Williamsburg but I don't think they're actually I could be wrong because I don't know what's going to happen next week I don't think that they're actually going to do any of the colonial things in Williamsburg, but I could be wrong, but I don't think they're actually going to go into the colonial Williamsburg, which is actually very beautiful. It looks it's a beautiful. great town. Yeah. It's a great town. And I mean, my whole thing is this, yes, history is history, but we need to know our history. We need to know what happened. We can't change it. We need to mm-hmm. know what happened. We know where we know where we where this country came from. So we know where it's going, where it where it doesn't need to happen again. Right, know? right. So and there's been a lot of that conversation on Twitter. That's why I bring it up. They were right yeah, before the season started, they were getting dragged because of, you know, that they were always calling Wendy aggressive and that it's true though, that there yeah. are certain things, patterns, you know, that people have picked up on. Cause I have noticed, um, and it actually has been called out, I think recently, yes, recently. about mm-hmm. it. Yeah. She was called out on, I think like a radio show or something too. Um, but I do, I can see definitely, obviously it's not my place to decide if right, right, it's right. correct or not. But hearing from like my darker skin, like black women friends, um, they have definitely noticed, especially like fans, you know, who people are quick to kind of defend. Right. And whether it's conscious or unconscious, which we have those biases. Those you know, biases. Like, but, that, yeah. but that but that happens in Latino culture. Oh, yeah, we have like, colorism. I mean, color, for sure. color. that's col- okay. that's colorism in our own culture. I mean, for sure. even in, like, you know, when I was little, like, I remember like my family used to call me, oh, Morena, Morena, yeah. Morena, you know, <laughs> right, Princesa right. Morena, because I was the brown one in my family where my mother's side of my family, they're all white Hispanic, but my father's side is like brown skin Hispanic. And it uh-huh. was a big deal because, you know, I was the brown one. And it's yeah, just like, same. why? That's because mm-hmm. that's more quote unquote desirable to be the whiter looking one. You know, and so, just, la raza. so, I mean, how many right. times have you heard that right. from like, like yes community people like yep family yes. members Ugh. yep yep yes. and that's why i try to make sure that anyone listening knows that we are well aware and we are not tone deaf <laughs> you know like i try well and I, also you know, like if there's something that needs to be brought up that right sometimes we can't see things like it's not our perspective to see exactly. you know, or like we don't exactly. see it the way like if a white person was telling us how we should feel about someone saying something, you know, to Latinos or, or like, you know, our experience, then right, we can right. speak up. But I definitely defer to, you know, my black friends. Exactly. And that's why now I see it because I don't think before I would have noticed it until it was pointed out to me. And now I am like, oh, OK. But then, like you said, I don't want to take that on because I'm not Afro-Latina. And no, not at all. Have at the, an Afro-Latina commentator. Least, food for thought. Yes. Like yes, for yes, us, yes. it's a good thing to bring up and it's not our place to, to decide or, or to 
say that make the judgment that. call. Yeah, right. exactly. But um, at least we're thinking, I think it's important that, you know, we're thinking about it, talking about it and at least noticing it. For sure. And I always have an open call specifically for our Afro Latina viewers. Um, you know, and we try to sync up schedules and um, definitely where I can be silent and listen. But now that like I, I've listened and I see things, it makes me wonder. And then I put myself in those shoes. That's why I brought up the campaign thing where I noticed right away. I was like, why do all the white staffers always get to sit in the VIP area? Like, why do we, mm. why do we always sit? And one day I even told the other three Latinos, I was like, I'm going to do it guys. I'm going to do it today. I'm going <laughs> to sit in the front. And I did. And they were like all supporting me. And I was like, so stressed out. I was sweating. And Isn't I did crazy it. How, it's like, so crazy. A white person would never have thought of that. Like never, like- never. And here I had to like plan for a whole week to make a revolution and like, nobody cared. Right. But we yeah, care yeah, for, for you. It's like this huge moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I bring it up. Um, but so now as we round out to the end with, um, I love their little petty lines where, although I'm a team Karen fan, but I, I just laugh where just, I was like, I want Ray to live. I want Ray to pay his bills. (laughs) (laughs) You know what though? And we've said it before, but it's such like, it's entertaining and it's definitely banter with the underlying love. Cause they definitely, there's like a friendship there. Yes. Um, whether they're acting on it right now. Um, also Karen had said something like for Mia, she's like one day Mia probably will get cocktails with Karen. And I mean, with, uh, Giselle and that's great. They can make their own <laughs> friendship and whatever. And like, it just seemed like she wasn't telling Mia like never to be friends with her, right. you know? So you can tell that there's some sort of like underlying, like love friendship like underneath all the pettiness and, yes. and the side comments. <laughs> yeah. I love like her. we need that. We need them on this show. Think about for it. Sure. For sure. Yeah. Karen, without a doubt. That, that, that show would not, it would, would not be any good. Like, those are the two that we need. We and need it's that nice banter. that they have these two and it's not just one person. Yes. And they banter with each other. <laughs> yeah. Cause then they put up it's the text guaranteed. by, uh, by Karen. What, right. What did she say about Jamal? Someone give this woman a ring. I died. Yay. I died <laughs> talking about what's her name. Um, Jamal and uh, Giselle. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just love Karen. Someone please give this woman a ring. Um, she mm-hmm. cracks me up. Is she the only one married on this show? Who? Karen? Oh no. Wendy. Karen, Mia. Oh, now Wendy. Mia. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's and right. um, Candace. And oh, that's right. Oh, they're all married. My bad. <laughs> they're all <Never> married. <laughs> they're all married except for the green eyed bandits. Oh, that's oh, true. Wow. That's a good huh. that's, that's an observation I haven't like concretely made. And yeah. Now I see it all in a different light, too. Yeah. There's well, a statement to unpack. That's interesting. The, all the mess, the messiest ones aren't married. Uh huh. Mm. Drama free. Um, mm-hmm. what was this apology that Giselle? Oh no, someone was giving it to Giselle. Was it Karen? The text? I was confused with no, that. Sh- which what text? I'm confused. At the yeah. very end of the episode, they're referencing back to the apology. So I guess it was Karen. She said, I'm a- no, was it Giselle? I'm apologizing. No, she wanted that anyone wants to apologize because she felt that Karen owed her an apology for all the stuff that happened at the reunion, but What's because she drug though? out Jamal stuff about you know, uh, having right. a baby and all which that, was all and, true, but... <laughs> which was all true. So I'm like, why does Karen have to apologize? Yeah. She didn't lie about anything. So I love, just, um, just... Karen just being unapologetically unapologetic. <laughs> I'm here for Karen. Um, 
Yeah, she yeah. has her moments and like um, sometimes too, but I love it. I'm also mm-hmm. here for her. I'm looking at all their outfits. What do we think about their clothing this season? I haven't been. I know I said that she had a new stylist, but uh, mm. uh, I don't know. Mm. Uh, <laughs> it was just that one confessional. She should fire them too. Then. <laughs> yeah, I I hate this new the, confessional. Um, oh my goodness the the outfits and everything for their podcast like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That whole thing. Mm-hmm. A little old no. school. It was not. They're posing with her feet up in the chair. Like, <laughs> oh, they need it help. Like, very nice modern. Yeah. Yes. And the outfits, like Robin's outfit, like what? Like the satin. It was very like 2000. Yeah. Like sure. not in the good aesthetic way that's coming back, you know, that people are trying to do. Like, it's not, not cute to me, anyways. And again, we see a skull kind of jump in a little bit, huh? A little bit at this dinner. Yes. At least like she's not remaining quiet like most new housewives. She's she's definitely like I feel like she's still holding back a little bit, but I don't know if that's just the way it's edited, you know, Um, but she's starting to make like her little like her presence none like here and there. Yeah. But we don't know anything really about her. Not yet. Mm-mm. Yeah, there has to be like an intro coming, right? Like the official, like they go to her house and like see her with her family, I assume. Oh, speaking of family, you just reminded me. Um, what did you guys think about that game with the pregnancy pictures at the pamper thing when they were, you had to guess whose belly it was? I thought that was cute. And I love how they immediately called out Giselle. <laughs> She's like, it says like 1900s. Karen, it's a 1997. Yeah. (laughs) And it reminded me because the skull showed hers and I was like, oh, she has a kid. That's why it reminded me. Oh, yes. That was cute. It was was a cute cute. game. I had never seen that. That was very cute. Uh, So she has three. Does she have three kids? Am I misquoting? Do we know that about a skull yet? I might be wrong. I don't know. Well, I know we know she has one for sure from the pregnancy. Oh yeah, that's and, right. we, and we haven't seen a confession and we haven't seen a confessional. Oh, yeah, yeah we haven't a seen confessional. I guess it's because they haven't done her like official intro, you know, where they like go to her house mm-hmm. and like show her living a day in her life or whatever. Yeah, we need more info mm-hmm. on her. So far, we leave it with the banter and uh digs, same as we left episode one, digs between Karen and <laughs> and Giselle. <laughs> 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 um <laughs> Yeah, they're and they're eating their little salads, throwing jabs, which I appreciate. I love them though so much. I've missed them. <laughs> it's fun. I, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm on Ascala's. Um, and then we can do an after, really and then we can do an after dark, an after oh, dark. Yes. Uh, yes. Um, yes side note: sure. It looks like Ascala has two kids. Or stories submitted to you. Oh my god! Yes. Questions. People submit their stories to you. <laughs> yes, for sure. And people do, they get into it. So like we, especially if we promise to not name names. Oh yeah. Then it flows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no names. Favorite. No names. All fun. No names. We don't so divulge cute. names. No. You were on her website? No one knows who we are. <laughs> That's right. We are free. We are free wow. to speak here. Um, Shar, were you looking up her bio? Did oh, sorry. Yes. I, I just threw that in really quick. Uh, I was saying that I was looking at her IG and it looks like, okay, well, it looks like she has two younger, like toddler age kids. And then there's an older son. So I'm not sure if that's like a stepson or if it's like her son from her previous relationship, or it could be their son too. Um, but in this one picture there, there, her husband is holding a toddler or like a small baby girl 
she's holding a toddler boy and there's a top a taller uh maybe like preteen teenage boy as well yeah i thought she had a couple of kids that's what i thought so it looks like three three yeah that's what i thought um i'm living for this their preview looks for whatever they're doing next and Miss Osefo has the girls out and the leather. I'm oh my so gosh, that excited. outfit. I yeah. cannot. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? Where is she going? What are we doing? <laughs> oh, and it looks see, like this, this is the thing about housewives. It, right? Yes. And see, this is the thing about housewives. Like, they always say, like, where are you getting? See, I don't, I love dressing up and I love fashion. And I get that they dress up mainly it's for the camera. Because if of I'm course. hanging out with a bunch of girls and there's no camera, I'm not getting okay, right? dressed Beverly up. Hills. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I watched. Oh my god, tonight. Kathy, and she's like, "We're in the yes. mountains." She's like, "Who am I dressing up for?" You yeah, know, like, and they're all like showing off. I like, agree with her. Yeah, yes. I just love I it. She's been a her. breath of fresh air of she weird has. Because it's true. Think about so it. True. If there was no cameras there, and it was the if if this wasn't going to be on TV, and you're in a house with a bunch of women. Would you really get dressed up and do hair and makeup? I would say I would say some people, yes. There's some people that live for the gram and like taking pictures, especially like on a girls' weekend. Yeah, you're right. But they're like for (laughs) for me, (laughs) I am not one of them either. If I was just hanging out with my best friends, it would be very low key. If I was hanging out maybe with like for a bachelorette or something, you know, I can oh, see dressing yeah. up, but well, not like on the regular. Now and you're doing stuff. Um, yeah. Mia's dress and like outfit when she met up with Robin. <laughs> with the green eyed mandates. Yeah. 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 She was dressed to the nines. I was Woo. like, oh my God, Miss yeah, Mia. It's like, where are you going? I mean, yeah. I'm, like, I love it, but so much. Like, yeah, I'm not one to, like, if I was doing girls' trip, uh, I'm going to chongo and some, some, uh, you know, some wango comfortable sweats or something or <laughs> something nice. Cause you know, especially now post pandemic, I was actually, Ugh. since I have to drive so much, I'm often on clubhouse. Cause uh, I just leave it on audio. Right. And I'm able to talk while I'm driving, but, um, I was saying the other day, things I'm giving up dating in the new world. When I start dating again, <laughs> I'm not going to wear Spanx anymore or makeup. I don't no. know. I can't do it. I've been free. It's too short (laughs) for Spanx. It's just so uncomfortable. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm giving it up. So I don't know that I would dress up, but you're right. Uh, Was it Sarah that said that's why we love the housewives? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. I mean, I I won't give up makeup. I do wear makeup and stuff, but I'm just saying, like, if if we're doing Bachelorette, that's different. But I'm saying, like, if you're not, it's like if you're like Beverly Hills, they didn't. Basically, they didn't go anywhere. They stayed if in that house. If they're going house, to a that's, house, mm-hmm. that's different. Like, you're, you're not, not going out leaving. to eat restaurants, clubs. Like, right. If you're not leaving, yeah, maybe I'll just work. I'll bring, com- if we're going to a house, and let's say the three of us, we're going to a house in Williamsburg, and we're not leaving. We're not going out to eat like Beverly Hills did. And we're getting delivery of Ruth's Chris, right. which that's insane. <laughs> if, we're going, if we're going to Ruth's Chris, we're going out to Ruth's Chris one. But anyway, if we're getting delivery and we're going to a house for the weekend, we're not leaving. I'm going to bring comfortable clothes, maybe a small makeup bag, but I'm not getting dressed up and head to Dome, right. Louis Vuitton or Christian Dior. To be honest, hair. I wouldn't dress up to Ruth's Chris either at this point. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't dress my sweat, but like, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I totally understand what you're saying. But the reason is that, like, even like next week when they show the preview, Wendy's wearing all this, do that, and the girls are doing all this because it's because they're they're still in the house, but it's because there's cameras there. Yeah, I have to take pictures for the gram and like, yeah. 
as Dorit has shown us. Oh, oh my, the glam squad, the Barbie doll photo shoots. That she yeah, that's what I was mannequin. thinking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Dorit. She's another like type of mess. <laughs> I've missed the housewives so much. Um, well, guys, we are definitely going to um, follow up and y'all stay with us and we're going to do this after dark soon. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think we all need it. (laughs) It's so much fun. I can't wait Um, for our viewers, listeners, you know, we've missed you guys and we're back on schedule. Um, And if you guys have questions, comments, anything, DM me, I'll be back on the Instagram stories. And you guys will probably be listening to this over the weekend, which means we will be watching Sunday together and then ready to record uh, after Sunday. I can't wait to see it because it looks like this is a big showdown, right? This is yes. the 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 scene we saw in the trailer. I'm very excited because <laughs> now I think good. it's Robin, right? She's into it with Wendy, which I didn't realize last time. Yes. And there's a scene with her where it seems like she's having some words. Yes. I'm excited because Robin like barely speaks. So I'm intrigued. (laughs) (laughs) What is going on? Nice. Well, everybody, everyone listening, I hope you guys are having a very safe back to school. Um, I'm in Texas. Things are crazy down here. And I know I I was talking with some of y'all via DM in Florida also um, with the mask issues. Yeah, we are masking. um, We are fighting our own state legislation, our own governor. As many of our followers are, we're a strict Democratic page. I'm very unapologetic about that. So I just want to send so much love to everyone back to school. I'm getting a taste of it, y'all. It is rough and just so much love to all the parents, all the moms and shout out to all of us Tia's that are uh, used to being like fun Tia and now we got to be like mom Tia. <laughs> this is extra. hard to like yeah. flip the switch. Seriously, I have such a profound. Enough. No, no, you do not. It, it, I'm I have such a new profound respect for mommies. <laughs> that I didn't know before. Um, so anyways, thanks guys. I, I feel like I'm part of the mommy group where I'm like, Oh my God, I needed this. It was so nice to laugh and to talk about housewives and, uh, (laughs) and not talk about food and menus and, uh, biology and all that (laughs) shit. Um, but yeah, so that's, what's been holding me back, but I feel like we're in a rhythm now, so we'll be back on track. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that little side Thea story with you guys. I thought you guys would laugh <laughs> my <Yes>. little moments. <laughs> but anyways, OK, so uh, to all our viewers, to all our audience, thank you guys so much for rocking with us. And again, we're going to be back with our Potomac correspondence next week. So from here to then, keep it with us, guys. Latinas watching Bravo. Bye.